It's time for another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Core Extra Podcast. I'm Kurt. I'm Steve. And we certainly hope everybody had a safe and uh, happy 4th of July. Last week, uh, we were right where we are now. We're yeah, back <laughs> outside at the studios, outside studios. Yeah, and it's uh, this is going to work out good for us. The weather is, oddly enough, raining again, but we're out here. Hope you can hear the hear the birds chirping and all that in the background. We're right outside the Core Extra studio. So last week, Steve, we talked about um, several things. It was kind of paranormal. I told you I was going to tell you about the hat man mm-hmm. this week. Yep. And um, we're going to do our first award show, right? We have one award to give out. Right, one award. And uh, so, um, but first, let's do a little catching up. Um, Real quick, I've read some more articles about Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, I think this dude might be the real deal. I think he's the real deal. I think we are going to the Super Bowl with him. Eventually. Yes. I'm just hoping we get to play. You know? Yeah, I am. Too. I don't care if the stadium's empty. As long yeah, I don't as care if the stadium's empty. I don't go. Yeah, as long as they play. Huh. You know, uh, but we're still on track. I mean, I've been watching Nevada, and Nevada's has some numbers issues, but um, the El Cortez Hotel is still open, open for business. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that they'll shut it down. So Vegas is still on tap. We're ready to go. I even, I'm getting my new ward, my Vegas wardrobe together. Yeah. T-shirts, you know, shorts. I was going to say, you know, all we wear out there is T-shirts and shorts. But T-shirts I still, I'm still, and shorts. Yeah, I still have to get it together. Because, you know, it's September. It's oh, right yeah. around the yeah. corner. You know how that is. So what should we do here? Do you want to get right into our awards? Well, our award is what? Best carryout? The award is the award is most efficient carryout. Most efficient carryout. Which now, let, me, yeah. let me tell you what that encompasses. Okay, go ahead. Of course, the food. I wouldn't. Food is good, obviously, unless yeah, I wouldn't we, get carry out there. Right. Uh, yeah, we don't. If they shovel the shit out real quick, and it's horrible. <laughs> no, you don't get it. <laughs> but it's also their uh, the cleanliness, the um, the uh, how they are handling the, the you know the, the the restrictions. Right. Gloves, masks, uh, separation when you're in the store, uh, the, the speediness, just the most efficient. All the way around, and uh, and what did they get it under? Ten minutes? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By the time I call and get there, uh, it's ready to roll. And it's not only ready to roll, but everybody's real conscientious about what they're doing too. Because sometimes you can go to a drive-through, and they'll have a mask on, they'll be pulled down to the chin. Yeah. Or they'll have one glove on, or something like that. But this particular place, handling carryout, going from eat in to carry out has handled it handled it with the most efficiency all the way around, in my opinion. So we'll get to that. But you said you had – see, that's a teaser. Just make, that's, that's what we call teasers make, in the industry. Yeah, yeah in, the, in the industry. <laughs> so, yeah, so you said you had a carry-out story. I have a carry-out story. Now, all first right. of all, and I'll, I'll even mention the name of the restaurant. Okay. Um, Marco's Pizza. Oh, okay. I don't know if they have Marco's – Everywhere, but we right. have them here in Cincinnati. It's one, by, it's one by my house. I got 
what was called the pizza bowl. Okay. So mm-hmm. imagine this. Imagine when you're sitting there and you have a pizza in front of you. Right. And there's one piece left. Right. And you're still hungry. Right. And you want to eat it, but you really don't want all that bread. Right. So what's everybody do? They take the topping. They, they just take that topping layer with the cheese and they eat it. Right. I the, do that all the time. Yes. Well, the pizza bowl is something that only Marcos has, and it is all the toppings baked with cheese, no crust. No crust at all. No crust at all. Oh. I mean, I've had two of them so far, and they come. Today? There's two of them today. <laughs> <laughs> there's three varieties. You uh-huh. have the um, the works, everything. Mm-hmm. You have the meat, and then you have what's called a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. The vegetarian has like a mushroom, an olive. And something else, and tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Not a real good. I mean, I don't even eat those on pizzas. Right. So I've had the meat lovers. Well, I haven't told anybody. That, well, I think I told this. This will be a week that I haven't had any meat, just mm-hmm. vegetarian. So I decided right. I'm going to get the vegetarian one. Right. So I call them up myself, take the vegetarian one. Well, this is what's in it. I said, well, you know, I really don't want those. Uh, she said, well, that's the way the vegetarian comes. Right. I said, well, can I get these vegetables put in it? Onions, green peppers, like that. You know, this is normally on a pizza. Right. No, we don't. It doesn't come that way. And I said, okay. Well, what's in your works? And she said, we have uh, mushrooms, green peppers, two types of onions. Mm-hmm. Olives and four meats. Mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, let me tell you. I'll take the works." I said, okay. "Hold the meat, right? Hold the green, the on, the uh, olives, right? Hold the mushrooms, right?" She said, "So all you want is onions, green peppers." I said, "Yes." She said, "Well, that sounds like a vegetarian." I said. That's what I've been saying. (laughs) (laughs) The vegetarian, I want it, but you wouldn't put it in the vegetarian. Right. Now I'll take the works and hold all that. Right. Took them that long for him to figure it out. Took that long to figure it out. But it was good. It's a good pizza. You ought to try it one time. Marco's Pizza. This one right by my house. Marco's. I recommend the meat lovers. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. But, and the thing weighs like 10 pounds. Right. Because, let's face it. When you get a pizza and you got the crust and they put a thin layer of meats and stuff, now you don't have the crust, so they have to load it. Right, right, right. A, and get it well done. So it's in a bowl? It's in a It's actually in a bowl. It's in a pan, right? A pan. They call it the bowl. Right. Is it so it's cheese on top? Cheese on top. Right. No crust. Right. But, oh, and it had nothing to do with I just saw it on TV and I thought I'd try it. So is the ingredients under the cheese or over the cheese? Under. Under the cheese. Remember you make a pizza. Without the bread, right, and right. you just put everything on the platter. Well, you know, Godfather's Pizza used to do that. Do you remember Godfather's? Oh, yeah. They would have all the ingredients and then put cheese on it. So it was like a sandwich almost. Man, it was good back in the day. I think I was the only one that thought it was good because they're gone now. Yeah. The whole stores, the aren't whole they? Fr- yeah, I think the franchise is gone. But I was somewhere once and saw Godfather's, but it wasn't. The original. The, right. It was just some local person that named their pizza Godfather's, you know, because it was in like a strip mall. 
You know? Oh, yeah. So who wins our award? Okay, so here's the deal. This is, we got to have a little fanfare. Oh, yeah. No, that's okay. We'll. We'll have the guys in the we'll booth. Put, we'll put the band. Yeah, in. yeah. We'll have the guys in the booth do something other than you just dribbling your lips. So, welcome to the first ever. 2020 is the inaugural version of the Core Extra Awards. And we'll be giving one out every week, right? Yes. So, this award is in the category of Most Efficient Carryout. Now, the most efficient carryout is more than just does the food taste good. It's how they're following the rules, uh, the limitations, the rules and regulations that we have to follow now under the under the COVID-19, you know. That's the spacing, the distancing, the, the, the continuity of always having gloves, always having on a mask, always getting your food in and out. And here's a big one for me. Now, I was already like this before the, the COVID-19 deal. When you go in and get your carry out, I don't want everybody else's jumbled around mine. You know, when you see the bags up there, like you go to carry right. out and they're all on top of each other, I don't like that. I want mine separate in its own <laughs> it's in its own little area. And I want a little fence around it so nobody can get get to it. But so is that. It's adhering to all of that, the uh how fast I don't want to say fast like they're slopping it together. Well but it is it is an advantage to getting people in and out, you know what I mean, and the consistency of the food. Not not to stop you there before we make the huge announcement. Huge announcement. But have you seen the commercials where where Pizza Hut and all the new pizzas now mm-hmm. have a seal on the box? Yeah. Why wasn't that seal there all the it time? It should have been there all the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, that should not just be because of this. I'm telling why, you. Why shouldn't it have been sealed? I don't want nobody to open my box up. It should have been sealed from the beginning. I'm telling you right now, all of the stuff they were doing, and people laughed at me and my sister, who one of my sister's friends, Nick's name's her monk. Somebody laughed at your sister? Yeah, yeah, imagine that. Well, it was her best friend, oh, though. Your sister's <laughs> always right. It was her, It was her best friend, though. Uh, but when they would travel, my sister would take her own uh, pillowcase. I don't, I don't know if she took her own pillow, but she would take her own pillowcase and all that. But that's what people should have been doing anyway. Right. And a lot of this stuff they should have been doing anyway. Uh, one little local bar tavern that I used to go to, the chairs, the tables, the, the person next to you is like two feet from you. That's too close. Should have been spread out anyway. Yeah. But anyway, this bar slash restaurant, slash tavern, slash grill, was always good at that. Always, not necessarily the distance, but always having, having you know, keeping safety in mind, you know. Right. But they really have, um, in my opinion, have uh, really uh, been very efficient at what they're doing now with the carryout. And I think, as we speak, they finally opened for outdoor dining. Oh, you that's know? good. So if you're local, you can stop by, or if you're from out of town and you come to Cincinnati and you want a little, uh, like a cheers vibe, you know, a little local tavern to go in where everybody knows your name. So the winner of the most efficient carryout 2020 is the Oakley Pub and Grill. No. 
the Oakley Pub and Grill. Hashtag OPG. You can find them online at oakleypubandgrill.com. And you can go to... You can go to uh, hashtag OPG and check them out on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, you've been there. Yeah. We played trivia there before. Yeah. So, well, Of course I've been there. Right. That's why we won. That's why we right. So the deal they is won. they're going to get a nice certificate uh, designating them. Uh, I'm, I uh, have to get the certificate to them. I don't, I, don't, I don't have it with me right now unless I would take a picture of it, but. I have to get the certificate to them, and they're going to display it proudly, I'm sure, because they are the first winner, and we'll we'll tag this episode. So they can always go back and hear that the Oakley Pub and Grill, located in Oakley, which is a nice little community in Cincinnati. In the summertime, it's real nice because you can walk around. Well, usually walk around, concerts and stuff like that. So next week is, what, the best dine-in experience? Yeah, you want to do the best dine-in? Yeah. Okay, we can do that. We'll do that next week because we already have a list here. I have the, I have the list here because Steve and I have already settled. Well, it's a few that we still have to whittle down. Are we going to keep the, uh, the best place not to vomit? Is that still going to be on the list? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's at home. But uh, yeah, so uh, kudos to the Oakley Pub and Grill for everything you guys are doing and. Being a staple of the next, neighborhood. Next week is best dine-in. Next week we'll do best dine-in. Okay, so that's our award for the best takeout. It, most efficient takeout, I'm sorry. So, Kurt, tell me, on our last episode, you said that you were going to tell us a story about the hat man. And and I oh, can add man. a little bit to this one. Yeah, So so here's the deal. When I was... I'm, Okay, let me do it like this. On Amazon Prime, there is a documentary called The Hat Man, H-A-T, Hat Man. And it's these people that, in the documentary, they suffer sleep paralysis. They can't move, and they see this guy, for lack of a better description, dressed as an undertaker, the big, wide-brim black hat, the long black coat, and he's in their room in the middle of the night and they can't move. Some people have said that he has red eyes. Uh, One woman said that he grabbed her by the ankles and tried to pull her out of the bed. Uh, A couple of them said that like every night, every Every damn damn night, night. he got, he got closer and closer to them. Okay. Started off in the doorway. Then he was like, you know, closer, closer till he became, he came right to the side of the bed. All right. So the image of an undertaker, that's what, that's kind of the image you get. So before I tell you about this, I need to add one more thing. There was a show on a couple years ago called Paranormal Kids. And it was about these little kids that had all these paranormal uh, experiences, which is ironic because the name of the show was Paranormal Paranormal Kids. Kids. And they, one girl said she saw the same figure. She was like nine years old, but she called him the caretaker. And she said that three days after she would see him, somebody would die. You know, now she didn't necessarily say in her family, but I think people are dying all the time. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so 
Well, one day after the lottery, eight people died. Well, of course yeah. they did. So anyway, now hold that thought right there and rewind almost 100 years ago when I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I would, would start experiencing this. Whenever I slept in a room in complete darkness, I had to be asleep. I would wake up between 2 and 3 in the morning and see, at least I thought I saw, this figure that looks like the hat man. Dark, dark coat, dark long coat, wide brim hat. Looked like an undertaker. That's how I described him. He looked like an undertaker. So as a matter of fact, when I first saw the undertaker on the WWF, I thought, well, I didn't call him a name. I thought, well, that's the guy I see, you know, just like that. That's the undertaker, you know. Um, So I would only see him when I was in complete darkness in a room. Now I can verify this because when we were younger. Yeah, well, I'm getting to that. So fast forward a little bit. Uh, Oh, oh, so what did I do? I stopped sleeping in rooms (laughs) in complete darkness. But then I would test it every now and then. I test it. And then I'd see him. I didn't see any red eyes or anything. I just saw the figure. So fast forward a little bit. I start working um, a job in the county. I met Steve. We became friends. And I told him, I told you about it. I said, Steve, there's this guy that I see. I told Steve the whole story. And we kind of laughed about it. Now, you know, we was all, I, was, I used to always, uh, always talk about the Andy Griffith show uh, uh, when they were asking Ernest T. Bass uh, what was the borders of the United States. And he said, Old Man Kelsey's Lake and Old Man Kelsey's Barn and all that. So I think jokingly I said that guy was Old Man Kelsey because <laughs> I didn't have another name for it. Right. You know, I just said, ah, I see Old Man Kelsey. And we just kind of laughed about it. Now, this is going back in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Now, so then Steve has this experience. Well, I'm going to backtrack a little bit because I can verify what Kurt is saying because we would go shoot pool. Then we'd go back to his house, watch some fights. You know, you'd have a couple beers, and I might fall asleep on the couch, and he would sleep in his room. And I'd try to turn the lights out, and he'd say, don't turn those lights out. (laughs) And I'm like, what? And he'd say, don't turn the lights out. And I'm like, dude, how are we going to get to sleep if we don't turn the light out? (laughs) He said, no, we can't because I don't know if you called him that or did you call him the closet man? I don't know what you called him. Yeah, it was something. Something like that. And I'm like, well, it was his house. What the fuck am I going to do? What the hell am I going to (laughs) do? It's his house. So, I I mean, and really, when you're that age, do you really care? You just fall asleep. Right. So... Kurt goes on and tells me this. So I met, I met this girl, and she had never met Kurt, ever. And we were living together, and she said, don't turn off the light when we sleep at night. And I was like, what? She (laughs) says, she's the one that called in closet, man. She said, there's a guy in my closet when I turn off the lights. Right. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she said, there's a guy who stands in my closet. He doesn't come out of the closet, but he's got this big, uh, wide brim, black hat, black clothes. Yep. And she didn't say she could see his eyes Mm -hmm. and he would stand there and look. And, and I never saw this guy. Right. 
But um, then she would tell me sometimes there would be him and another little guy. And she always thought that maybe the little guy he was teaching the little guy the ropes, you know, <laughs> right. what the ropes are how to scare the piss out of people now, in the middle of the night. What it reminded me of, and I've never seen it before. Now, Kurt and this lady have seen it. Right. I've never seen it. Right. It reminded me of the movie Meet Joe Black. Right. Do you remember how they're all standing on the beach? They're mm-hmm. like angels or something, and mm-hmm. they're all dressed in black. Right. And they kind of watch over you. But the, the documentary, because I watched the first half hour of it. Did you? They they were kind of scared demon like monster creatures right. with red eyes. Right. This guy never bothered her. He she took it as a protector mm-hmm. watching over. Um and it didn't sound like this guy ever bothered you. But mm-hmm. except he was there. That's a bother enough. Right. But yeah, so I can verify that two people that I know have seen the hat man or the closet man or whatever he was. Well, it's funny you say about watching over because my wife maintains even to this day. She's, she said, that's a guardian angel. He's watching over you. And I'm like, well, okay, so let's take a look at this. We're always analyzing. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what other people's guardian angels look like. I have no idea. Nobody's ever told me they had a guardian angel and he or she look like this. So a couple of things. One, my guardian angel has decided to look like an undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> so if I was going to be somebody's guardian angel, I probably wouldn't come in looking like an undertaker. No. I'd probably look like something other than people who wait for people to die so they can bury him. Number two, he only comes for me, when it's pitch black. So I guess he would figure I have no other issues other than the time I'm in, I'm in pitch blackness, if he's watching over me. So I would say maybe if I, say if I fall asleep out here on the, in the studio and it's late night and there's wolves out here, maybe my guardian angel could show up then. But yeah. no, he only shows up to protect me when I'm in my locked house <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yeah, like something's going to come get you. Well, I tell you what's going to come get you is him. Him. He's the only thing that's running around loose now. So, you could say there's other demons that's surrounding my existence, and that's why he's here to ward them off. Well, why don't he just say that? Yeah. Instead of just creeping around. He's a creeper. I mean, he's creeping around, right? You can't, you can't, I'm here to help you, but I'm only going to come at between two and three in the morning when it's pitch black. Yeah. Now, if you have a light on, you're perfectly safe. So the easy, we could, because he doesn't need to be there. Right. So the easiest thing to do is just leave a light on. Yeah, just leave a light on anyone. If that's going to make you safe. Pull a time, pull a Tom Bodet, you know, and just <laughs> leave a light on. That went over a lot of people's head. Yeah. Yeah, it does. You guys had to figure out who Tom Bodet is, but, um, just leave the light on. So I have not seen him for a long time. Now, let me tell you this. Long time ago, my wife decides she's going to sleep in pitch black because she wants to see if he shows up. Well, guess how long that little experiment lasted? One time. And she's on. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She, she hadn't done it since. But see, I'm supposed to just go ahead and do it. Were you there too? No. So he just follows you. No, no. Well, yeah, we weren't married at the time. 
she just, I, I think, I don't think we were, I don't, no, no, we weren't, no, no. It was around the time I first met her, and she did that. And uh, and I could be wrong about that, but but I know uh, she saw him. At your house? No, no, at her house. By herself? Yeah. Yeah. Was that because of you? I don't, well, well, uh, or, your your ex-girlfriend wasn't because of me. She no. saw him separately. I mean, we just saw all these people. Yeah, but on. I don't see him in the pitch black, although I sleep with a light on. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons. Because of right. Me. Well, once you go home tonight, yeah. no. sleep in pitch black. Pitch black. What was that? Why did I say that like this? You're pitch black. What, what was that you about? Know, uh, Good Lord. To tell you, when I work for the same people you work for, right. county job, right. we used to get these interns in mm. the uh, summer. Right. They'd come in. And we were sitting around just like we were, a bunch of the guys working there talking about this right. paranormal shit. Right. And uh, I shouldn't say it that way. No, I know what you mean. Because they'd be jumping on us now. Yeah, well, you might get a visit. Yeah. From so, somebody. Um, this one young kid, he said, I don't believe in that stuff. I don't yeah. believe in that. And I said, well, if you don't believe in that, I understand. He said, that, that just doesn't make any sense. You, you guys are just old and you're stupid. I said, okay. I'll tell you what. You go home tonight, and you go into your room. Mm-hmm. You turn the lights off, mm-hmm. since you don't believe, and you light a candle, and you sit in the middle of the floor and tell Satan to come into your life. <laughs> it, but since you don't believe it. Yeah, since you don't believe, it should be okay. Nothing will happen. Right. Nothing will happen. The very next day, his mom called the office. Oh, she did. Because he went home and said, that I had told him to do that. Really? Yeah. His mom called you. So I got called in the office, and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "What is this about?" Did you you should have denied it. Say, I didn't do. It. What are you talking about? Could it have been Satan? <laughs> <laughs> no. Here's what you should have done. You should have went. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So his mom called. So maybe he did it, or maybe he was saying. One of the guys at work uh-huh. said, so obviously the mom believed. Well, she took. Because she didn't want him to do it. You're right. So, right. Now, yeah. is, that, is that the guy that hacked his mother up and buried her in the basement? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought and, it was the same And guy. his sisters. <laughs> but somewhere out in Amityville. <laughs> I, I, like knew it was, I knew it, was, it sounded familiar. Somewhere now, like that. But, you know, uh, uh, when you said that, it's always, when you watch those movies, there's always somebody that don't believe in. And I'm not telling you I believe or do believe. I'm just telling you what I saw. Yeah. You know. And uh, uh, Well, I can verify that someone else saw it, too. Yeah, so they there you go. They didn't know you, and I didn't tell them the story about it. Right. Right. I remember her saying that, it was, you, you know, you telling me that it was uh, it was a guy. It was a guy, a, a little guy with it. Yeah. Apprentice. Yeah. You, you know, that's the what apprentice. it was like. It, it was actually the apprentice, <laughs> right? So, and you know what it was like? You know what that's like? It's like in that movie, um, what was the name of the movie where um, it was a Stephen King movie where the guy, all he said was, give me what I want and I'll go away. He just said that over and over and over. And what he wanted was a, a little boy. A, a, he, was a, he was like a demon, and he wanted the little boy to raise as an apprentice. I you know what I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, uh, it was very popular. It was a very popular book anyway, but that's what that's all he would say is "Give me what I want, and I'll go and I'll go away." And he had done that in a town, 
like way back in the 18th century or something, and everybody just walked into the ocean, meaning they wouldn't give him a kid. So he made them all walk into the ocean. Wait a second. I do remember something like that. Yeah, and then this one, they ended up giving him the son of, I think, the sheriff or something. And then he was raising him to take his place as a, as a demon. Yeah. So maybe that's what was going on. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, somebody will write it. Somebody will send it. Well, there's the core extra train pulling yeah. into the yeah. station. Yeah, bringing all the passengers. <laughs> right. Coming in. We- I'm sure you guys can hear that in the background. Yeah, we have a, it's kind of like the train in um, Snowpiercer. It just goes around the world. It never stops. It just goes around the I world. I have not watched that show yet. Oh, it's good. Is it? Not the, I don't know if the series is that good, but the movie. I'd watch the movie first. Well, definitely watch the movie. It's good. The star of the movie is Captain America. Really? Yeah, I forgot his I forgot his name, of course. Ryan something. Everybody's Ryan or Yeah, I can't think of his name. Yeah, either. but Captain you know what I'm talking America. about. The yeah. guy that plays Captain America. Chris. Yeah. Chris. Can't yeah. remember his name. Uh, but that's him. And he's good Steve at Steve Rogers. <laughs> Steve Rogers. <laughs> it's old man Kelsey. That's his name. I think it's Chris Evans, right? That's it. Yeah, he's good. That that movie is good. This the series it's all right. I watched three of them. I think it's okay, but the movie's much better. But that, that now you are up to date on both of our horror stories, our paranormal stories. Uh, I don't think next week we should do paranormal. Well, unless something happens. Unless something happens, you think it happens? Happens, then we will. So you're up to date on our awards again. It's the Oakley Pub and Grill Most Efficient Carryout Core Extra Awards. Uh, we're looking for. I think next week or at some point. Uh, Steve has one ready to roll. Most uh, best sit down. Yeah, dining. 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 Best dining. Yeah, but dining. I guess it's not sit down, is it? Well, you wouldn't be standing up. At no, the, no, but, I guess uh, not. I would love to do breakfast buffets, but they don't have them anymore. No, I'm worried about Vegas. Yeah, yeah it probably won't be a buffet. I'm worried about the buffets in Vegas. No. We got to work that out. Yeah, that's got to be. Changed. That's one of the reasons we go. That's one of the reasons we fly across the country to eat at a buffet. Eat Chinese food at a buffet. You know, last year when we were in Vegas, so we go to this buffet, right? And it has all-you-can-drink mimosas, remember? Oh, yeah. A champagne and orange juice. And it came in a tall glass. Yeah. It wasn't like a champagne glass. It was like in a cup, you know? And I'm telling you, this is no exaggeration. If you drank... Two sips out of it. Yeah. That guy was right back filling up your filling up your cup. Finally, we had to say no. We don't want any more. No mas. No mas. No mas. We don't want any more. But that was really good. But you know, you know what it reminds me of. So Steve and I had this experience. So as I've been telling you guys, you know, I'm not real finicky eater or anything, but just some things I'm weird about when we go out and eat. So Steve and I went to a local buffet here one day. Breakfast buffet. Yeah, and, and and we uh, so we're in the buffet, and the and the guy brings over orange juice. It's not mimosa; it's no, just, just, an it's orange, just juice. orange juice. So I would drink like a quarter of it, and get up and get something else, and come back, and the cup would be gone. <laughs> because let me let me tell you now, real quick, because they didn't know if he had left. Right. Because when we go to buffets, we get up like 12 times. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, 
by about right. the fourth or fifth time, the guys are like, man, these guys got to have left. Right. No. Just getting a second win. So he would take my orange juice. So he took it one time while Steve was there, and I still to this day accuse Steve of telling him to take it just to get me going because I was ranting and raving like I mean, a lunatic. We, we had to leave. <laughs> yeah, I was. So you know what I did? I got so pissed off. There was a uh, like a uh, another restaurant right next to it, like a walk up carry out thing because it's inside a casino. So I actually went over there, remember, and bought something to drink and brought it back in yeah. with me. <laughs> Oh, I was ranting and raving. To this day, I ran and rave about it because I would only it would it, it would be more than half full, and this guy would take it. It has stuck in his crawl. It has to this day. So if we're and out, that was so, like eighteen years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're out somewhere now, and somebody does something, I'll say, "Oh man, why does she do that?" And Steve would go, oh, is, this, "Is this as bad as the orange juice?" <laughs> Because you know, I really ran in the rave like the rest of the day about oh. that orange juice. I did. Yeah. I admit it, I did. The rest of the day, yeah. Because you know how sometimes years. if you have, because this was maybe two years ago maybe. So you know how sometimes if you have a certain food and you have it scheduled for that drink and it's the perfect combo. So I would drink a little bit of orange juice and then I would go up saying, okay, I'm going to get this and come back and drink it. And the orange juice is gone. The orange juice is gone. And then I got to wait for him to come back. Now my food's getting cold. Because you know my food gets cold in like eight seconds. Yeah, yeah. Now I got to wait for this guy to come back. So then he brings me another one back. Same thing happens. This just keeps happening over and over. So I accused Steve. I told Steve this. I said, on your deathbed, (laughs) you know, assuming I'm not already gone. Or even on my deathbed, I want you to say, okay, Kurt, I actually told him to bring (laughs) to take your orange juice. Got him. Got him. You know. <laughs> so that's what I'm hoping he does, even if it ain't true. You know. So anyway, I think we have done enough. Yes. So as we come to a close of another episode of the Core Extra Podcast, keep listening. Keep liking us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, we'll keep in touch. Please continue to social distance. Wash your hands. Hand sanitizer, everything. Just do what we do. Google Just, us, too. Oh, yeah. No, don't forget to Google us for top 16 Google Top hits. 16 Google searches. And we it, pay to be up there. That's right. Big money. Yep. Strains the whole core extra budget. That's why we have to have so, that's why we have to have so many flights in and out. We're trying to pay for this Google advertisement. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Kurt. I'm Steve. And we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you.